Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, we will destroy America rather than give it up. Now, that comes from a quote given to uh, Benjamin Fulford by part of the cabal members. They say, we've been ruling this planet for thousands of years, and we will destroy it rather than give it up. Now, I can't say some words, as you know, and this is not totally in line with the point I'm trying to make today, but it's important you hear it. So you have to read this part, okay? So read it. You can read what I can't say. So the anti-V scandal, a lady has now come out and says that bottles have code numbers on them. One is just water, two is the anti-V, and three is a we're going to kill you dead shot. So she says on November 20, Saturday, she stands up on front of the, on TV, has quit her job, and she says, look it. The bottles have codes on them. One is water, two is the anti-V, three is <laughs> you're dead. She goes on to say that anybody that gets number three will have soft tissue, you're dead, within two years. She said she had personally witnessed the switcheroo, how some people get the water, some people get the anti-V, and some people get the you're dead. And she said the media is doing everything they can to try to shut it up. Well, that's what I said, what, week, 10 days ago? Same thing. I said that I believe that there's as many as maybe 50, 100 different variations. Some are water. Some are the anti-V. And I believe there, there really is an anti-V out there. It's just that the only ones that get that is part of their conspiracy. And then there are some people out there that get the, you're dead. All right, let's go on. So it says, essentially, there's three different kinds. So a lady emailed me today and says, so what do I do? We're about to lose our job if we don't do this. I said, well, I can't give medical advice. I can only tell you what I would do. And I don't get flu. Uh, can't say that word. And I'm not going to get that one either. So there you go. That's my opinion on the matter. Now, here's the point that I'm trying to get to today. Could it be? that people in high places are actually doing things to make Russia angry, to attack us, and to take us out. Headline, Putin says Russian Navy to get hypersonic Zircon missiles in 2022. And it says these deliveries will be made in 2022. And in response to a race to the United States and others to deploy next-generation long-range weapons that are harder to detect and intercept, which fits with prophecies we'll get to in a second. He said that in the testing, the missile had successfully hit both ground and sea targets, fired from underwater and on surface ships. He says that it's a combination of speed, maneuverability, altitude. Hypersonic missiles are basically impossible to take out. In other words, they don't just go in a straight arc where you can predict where they're going. Instead, they go up, down, left, right, and who knows? Can't stop them. They travel at more than five times the speed of sound. That alone makes them near impossible to hit. And they can maneuver toward a target. Now, it's reported that the United States does anything like that. And it's reported that China does and just demonstrated it. And it shocked all of Americans, the military. Here's why this is important. 1997, Virginia Bolday, this is the daughter of Dimitri Dudeman, she said, two days before taking my father to hospital, I heard his voice in the early morning hours. I saw something. As usual, I got my recorder and went to his bedside. He wouldn't let me record it. I don't remember everything he said, but I would like to share with you what I do remember. 
She says, my father said, this is Dmitry Tudorman, the Lord showed me a very large bear. Now, everybody knows the Russian bear. Everybody knows the bear represents Russia. It was as big as a building, and it began to do battle with an unarmed man. Do you see what I've shown you? A voice said, this is how it will be when the hardships come over America. No one will be able to defend her. Only those who trust in me will be spared. Everything will start with a heavy rain on a sunny day at a time you least expect it. Now, I have to say, if we did not have the prophecy from Prophet Leslie right now, I would be screaming from the top of my voice, bloody murder, <laughs> or like bloody murder, saying the Russians are about to attack. And I'm about to show you some reasons why I say that. But since we have those additional prophecies, I now know Russia is not, I'll say it again, Russia is not about to attack. But I do think that this prophecy is in the process of being fulfilled. So this is April 1997, once again given to Dmitry Dudeman, and I'll give you a brief view or overview of who he is in just a second for you new folks out there. I knelt beside my bed to pray, to pray as I do every night before I go to sleep. So he had a prayer closet. After finishing my prayer, I opened my eyes, but I was no longer in my room. Instead, I found myself in a forest. I looked around on my right. I saw the man dressed in white. That's the angel that comes to speak to him, or when he was alive, came to speak to him. He pointed his finger and said, See and remember. It took me a while to find out what he was pointing at. But he was pointing at a small bear who seemed to be half dead lying on the ground. As I continued to watch the bear, it began to breathe deeper. With every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself. <laughs> Haven't we seen that? Remember, Russia was dead for a while, the glasnost and the perestroika. But now, she's not only grown in strength and power, she's found oil, she's paid off all of her national debt, and she has a military. As a matter of fact, let me tell you this. So I play racquetball, as I've mentioned many times. Well, one of the guys I play racquetball was raised in Russia. And <laughs> it's kind of hard to understand him. But it's interesting. We just got in this conversation last night. He says, huh, I was raised in Russia. He says, as a child, we go to the cupboard. Nothing in the cupboard. He said, we might have one little piece of bread and a little small glass of milk. That's all we have all day long. He said, you ask me if I love America? Yes. He says, Russia, no good, no good. No good. I mean, he was almost getting violent. <laughs> you know, we got on Happy Thanksgiving and all this sort of stuff. And he says, but, he said, I'm telling you, the Russia has a military that is extremely powerful. He said, it is the number one military on the globe. And he said, their goal is to destroy America. And there's probably some other things about his background I should not talk about. But let's put it this way. He was in a position in the military to know what he's talking about. Let's go on. So it was a small bear who seemed half dead lying at the ground. As I continued to watch the bear, it began to breathe deeper. Every passing minute seemed to revive itself. And as I watched, it also became angrier. Now that's my point today. America is doing some things to make the bear angry. We are sticking our finger in the bear's eye. We are drawing a line on in the sand, daring the bear to step across it. We are like the, the bully that's kicking sand on the feet of the other person we're trying to egg on a fight with. Right now, I'll show you. It began to grow. Soon it was larger than the forest floor. <laughs> that's where Russia is right now. Their military, according to him, according to a lot of sources, is bigger and stronger than America's. 
It grew larger and continued to become angrier. It then began to paw the ground so that when its paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in its path until it came upon some men with sticks, trying to fend it off, meaning that after the Russians take out America, all of NATO, all of the world, is going to be like men trying to fend off a bear with sticks. In other words, Russia is going to run over the whole world until it became a cause, uh, come, come upon some men with sticks trying to fend it off. By this time, the bear grown so large, it simply crushed what I believe are the NATO powers, crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. I was stunned by what I saw and asked the man standing beside me, what does this mean? At first, the angel said, they thought the great bear was dead. The man said, but as it will begin to stir once again, they will consider it harmless. That's where we are right now. America thinks the Russian bear is harmless. They don't have to worry about the Russian military. Suddenly, it will grow strong once more with purpose and violence. That's already happened. God will blind the eyes of those that continue to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood. Who's that that tramples on the sacrifice of Christ's blood? Well, that would be America. It would become a habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For she saith in her heart to say to queen, and, and, shall, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. For strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. I skipped part of that, but that's the point. Trample on the sacrifice of Christ's bud. Until the day the bear will strike swiftly, this will catch them unprepared, and it will be just as you saw. The man then said, Tell my people that the days are numbered, now listen to this part, and the sentence has been passed. I would love to think that we could pray away the Russian attack on America, but when it's written in six chapters in the Bible, and those chapters would be Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50, 51, Isaiah 13, 21, and 47, that's pretty hard to pray away, meaning America is going to fall. But... I think we still can pray a softening of the attack and a delay. Hopefully a delay till the day before Jesus returns. Okay, Tell the people the days are numbered and the sentence has been passed. If they will seek my face and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. Well, we're not seeing the danger approach. I have not seen the churches start filling up with more people going to church. I have not seen any kind of repentance uh, yeah, okay, DJT came along, and boy, it was, it was real <laughs> good for a while, but churches didn't fill up. There hadn't been any change in America's heart. I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approaching. If they only look to the approaching danger, they too will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Only in righteousness will they find safety. Suddenly, I was once again by myself in my room on my knees with sweat covering my face. Now, there's more. Now let's go back to HalTurnerRadioShow.com. Headline, Putin, West ex uh, escalating situation in Ukraine. Remember, we are sticking our finger in the bear's eye. We are making the bear mad right now. This is what is happening. You're seeing this prophecy being fulfilled right now before your eyes. West escalating situation in Ukraine. Providing Kiev, that's Ukraine, or the neighbor next to Russia, providing Ukev, Kiev with lethal weapons, 30 Russian Army tactical battalions 
placed on alert. <laughs> I mean, if you look at this without the prophecies that say that this is not the time, which we'll get to in a second, I would be saying, man, the Russians are getting ready to attack right now. We're making Russia mad right now. I mean, right, and we are. We are making Russia angry right now. It goes on to say, 30 tactical battalions of the Russian army were placed on alert this week as Russian President Vladimir Putin publicly warned that the West is escalating. The West is escalating. The West is escalating. The Ukraine situation, we are making the Russians mad, and the Russians are openly saying, you're making us mad, and we're ignoring it. Our Western partners are escalating the situation by supplying Kiev with lethal modern weapons and conducting provocative maneuvers in the Black Sea. Question. What would America say if Russia were to move nuclear weapons right down on our southern Texas border? What would they say if we were to, if Russia were to give those weapons to Mexico? What would they say if we were doing all sorts of provocative things right down on the Mexico border. I think that America would not be happy about that. But see, that's what we're doing to them. We are making the Russian bear angry. And it's like the newspapers, they, they ought to be talking. You, you won't hear this on the news. You won't hear it any place. So it says Western bombers are also flying within 20 kilometers of the Russian border. Okay, I mean... We are we are making our own enemy here, and nobody's talking about it. It goes on to say the Russian leader said that Moscow has been constantly raising concerns about the U.S. naval exercises in the strategic region. This is not just something new. America has been doing things to make the Russian bear angry now for several years, especially since, of course, the JB comes in. He says we're constantly voicing our concerns, concerns about this. Talking about red lines. Okay, what's a red line? That's when the Russians draw a line in the sand and they say, you step across that and we're going to hit you. We're going to hit you hard. And America steps across the line. So the Russians draw another line. America steps across the line. When the Russians attack us, they will have a very good reason for doing it. I'm convinced of that. They will have a very good reason for hitting us. No one is going to be able to say, well, you shouldn't have done that. Because I think the world is going to turn around and say, well, we don't agree with you hitting America, but in America, we don't agree that you should have been making the bear angry. And that's exactly, that's my point. That's exactly what we're doing today. We're constantly voicing our concerns about this, talking about red lines, but we understand our partners. They have very superficial attitude on all of our warnings and talk of red lines. America is not listening. America is making the bear angry, just like the prophecy from 1997 said would happen. It goes on to say, Moscow categorically has rejected the possibility of any attack, saying Washington is involved in aggressive moves in the Black Sea, where Ukraine and the United States held military drills during the weekend. <laughs> we just held a military drill with Ukraine on Russia's borders. So what would we think if Russians were to hold a, a big military drill with Mexico on our Texas, Arizona, or California border? Or maybe all three. What would we think? How would we take that? I don't think we'd be happy. We would be angry. And the Russians are angry, and no one is listening. You will not hear this on the news. 
The U.S. is setting up a multinational group of armed forces close to Russia's eastern border in the Black Sea region. We are making them, we are, we are saying we're about to attack you. We are saying we are, we are, that you are our enemy. We are doing everything wrong right now. The ministry said the U.S. Navy's guided missile destroyer Porter tanker vessel John Linthal and command ship Mount Whitley are deployed to the Black Sea to take part in multinational drills conducted by the U.S. European Command. <laughs> Russia hasn't done anything to deserve this. The Russian president harshly, harshly, are we listening? No. Harshly denounced the provocative move and said unscheduled NATO drills in the strategic Black, Black, uh, Black Sea region posed a serious challenge for Moscow. Moscow is saying you're crossing all kinds of red lines. You are making us angry. We are going to attack one of these days. You better back off. You better cool it. And we are not listening. Now, why? Is that because J.B. stupid? I don't think J.B.'s stupid, and I don't think the people behind him are stupid. As a matter of fact, even the Bible says that the, 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 this generation, how's it worded, is smarter than the children of light. In other words, the people that are not Christians tend to be smarter than the Christians. Sad to say, but it's true. These elite, these Moloch and Baal worshipers, these are the people pulling the strings of the J.B. puppet. They are extremely smart. They have the best minds in the world, and they have outfought, sad to say, the Christian side many times, by many years. They're many years ahead thinking of us. Okay, so are they angry? Are they, are they just stupid in what they're doing? No, they're doing this because we're arresting them. The good guys are trying to round up these Moloch and ball worshippers that believe in eating people and drinking their blood and unbelievable evil. Unspeakable evil. So we're trying to round them up. They're saying, just like I said, we've ruled this planet for thousands of years, and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. So how do you get the Russians, or back up, how do you get America destroyed? Because America is rounding them up and arresting them and executing them, so says some people. So if that's true, how do you put a stop to it? Well, what you might do is go over and attack or make somebody that has a bigger, stronger military than you, Russia, to attack you, I mean America, and take out America. In other words, the Moloch and Ball worshippers are causing JB are telling JB to go over and make the Russians mad so that one of these days, at their will, at their command, Russia will attack and take out America. That's what's really going on here. But unless you understand Bible prophecy, unless you understand what the prophets have said this is coming, this will just gloss over. You won't even see this. You can read this stuff and say, oh, that looks bad. <laughs> you don't understand. That's a whole lot worse than bad. That's, that's destruction of our night. This is preparation for the destruction of America. I'll say it again. This is preparation for the destruction of America. J.B. is setting America up so that it gets so bad at their command, the Russians will attack in one day, in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Let's go on. So Putin and other top uh, Russian officials have already warned the expansion of NATO activities near Russia's borders is a red line. They've said, this is a red line. You step across this, we're going to attack. And we keep stepping across it. 
NATO has expressed determination to reinforce the security member states close to Russia following what it claims to be Moscow's annexation of Crimea and its backing for pro-Russia separatists in eastern Ukraine. Now, that's the part we hear. But the part we don't hear is this next part in the green. Ukraine's foreign minister confirmed in a press briefing on Thursday that Kiev was seeking more military aid from the West, claiming Russia's aggressiveness, both diplomatic and military, has increased considerably in recent weeks. That's not the point. I want, hang on to that. We're going we're gonna to get to the point I'm going to make here in a second. It says that work is underway to develop a comprehensive package of containment of Russia. Okay, so America is trying to say we've got to contain Russia. What for? What for? Well, because they, they took over Crimea. That's what we're saying. However, I got an article on there. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see. see if I can find it here. Okay, here it is. Right here. The U.S., European Union, Ukraine claimed that Russia has a handful of conflict, and Moscow strongly rejects the allegation that the Black Sea Peninsula of Crimea voted in a referendum to fall under Russian sovereignty that year, that more than 90%, 90%, look at that, other participants in these this vote favored unification. So, yeah, the Russians took over Crimea, but the Russians are claiming, well, this was because the Crimeans took a vote, 90% of them wanted to be a part of Russia. Okay, so we're going to attack. Okay, that would be just like, okay, well, let's see, how can I... Let's say an Indian nation here in America, that is a sovereign nation, let's say they voted and 90% of the people in that nation voted to become part of the United States of America. Can we say that that's wrong if they want to become part of the United States of America? Well, that's what we're doing here. If you put the shoe on the other foot, we would be angry too. Let's go on. So the Ukrainian diplomat added that Kiev is in negotiations with the West to supply an additional defense weapons to our army. So Kiev is making Russia angry by asking the West to give it deadly nuclear weapons. Relations being between Moscow and Kiev has been strained since the conflict erupted in Ukraine's eastern region, region known as Donbass, between the Ukrainian government forces and the ethnic Russians in 2014. 30 technical, I've read that, so I'll, I'll keep it. It would take about 50 minutes for Russia to neutralize the Ukrainian army and about 600 minutes for the Russian army to roll over almost all of the territory in Ukraine. That's only 10 hours. If Russia wanted to take over Ukraine, they could have done it a long time ago. What we're hearing in the press is not true. Well, surprise, surprise. But this is prophecy. Dmitry was told that the Russians, we, we, America, would start making the Russians angry, and here it is. Refresher. Now, this is a couple of weeks old, October 28th, but it said two U.S. Seawolf fast attack subs show up in San Diego, two of them, and received top secret cargoes. They covered over what was being put on there. None of the crew left. And what is that? Okay, well... Maybe it's nothing. Maybe they just took on a salad. But why'd they cover it so that they couldn't see what went on there? Do you think the Russians are watching? Oh, yeah. Do you think the Russians are probably thinking the worst? Yeah. And do you think that that would probably be that the Russians are thinking that the Americans are arming themselves for nuclear war and maybe they're planning a first strike? You see, if you look at all of this thing through the eyes of the prophecy, 
You see it differently. Now, let's. I, I've already read this recently. You can stop and read it if you want to, but I'm going to go on because I want to make a, a better point here. For the new folks that are watching, there are 500 or some odd new people. Who's Dimitri Dudeman? Why should we believe him? Well, Dimitri Dudeman was a Romanian pastor. He smuggled, smuggled Bibles into Romania, Russia for some 30 years. He was finally arrested. They couldn't find the Bibles, but they put him through five months of torture, culminating in them putting him on the electric chair twice. As the electricity is going through him, he said the whole room lit up with white light. The angel Gabriel showed up in the room, and he said, Dimitri, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Plead the blood of Jesus. So he started saying, Singular Louis Seuss, Singular Louis Seuss, which is Romanian for the blood of Jesus. Woke up on the floor, slapping around, pouring water on him, could not kill him. Long story short, that was 1980. The angel came to him again, told him the year, month, day, and hour, he was going to be exiled to America to give them a warning from God. It happened. July 10th, July 22nd, 1984, 10 o'clock in the morning, he was exiled to America. First night he arrived, the angel came to him again, said, get beside me, took and showed him all of California. Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. He said, see what I've shown you? <laughs> this is Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day, it will burn. He said, how? America is so powerful. He said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America. Started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Now, let's pause a second. What could that be? The internal revolution is that maybe the military rolling tanks down into Washington, D.C., and then the people getting angry, protesting because that happened? Or is that simply the lockdowns getting worse and the dollars starting to blow in the wind worthless as leaves and the good guys rise up and they're, they're angry? Well, the answer is I don't know. But I do know that there's an internal revolution starting. Let's go on. Follow America's start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians and defeat the Russians and back the Russians to the gates of Paris, where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians the leader. Under the leadership of the Russians, all the world goes down to attack little Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she finally cries for Messiah. Jesus returns in the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. That's Armageddon. He said, now, so that you know that I'm surely the angel of God, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you tomorrow. And he told him four things, all four things came to pass. No problem. Now, let me get to the thing. Yes, this is a book, and you probably should get that book. It has all of this in it. Now, let me tell you why I'm not saying that the Russians are about to attack right now. Because if that's all the information I had, I'd be screaming bloody murder. Russians about to attack. Russians about to attack. Russians about to attack. But because of this, I don't. Now, this is my wife. And she's given over 5,000 prophecies as her husband. I'll tell you, I don't know one she's missed. So the first prophecy came April 15th, 2002. She was told, I'm summarizing it here, that Arafat would die in the hospital. Well, it's a very big prophecy because April 15, 2002, Arafat wasn't even allowed outside of his compound. So to make that prophecy is a very big prophecy. But two years later, 11, 11, 04, 3.30 a.m., I've got it up here. Uh, 
came to pass, died in the hospital, just like she was told. So that confirms the rest of it is accurate. She was told that the Palestinians will be given a state. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the uh, will strengthen the, the the Israelis' military. Oil make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of Islam. Then, the next one came, uh, January twenty-two of two thousand and six, and she was given seven headlines. Now, this is the important part. This is the reason we think we've still got some more time. She was told. Now, this is the order I'm looking at that I think that they will be fulfilled. But we do not know for certain what the order is. But she heard, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, we do not know what Omer means. We do not know when those prophecies come to pass. But I can, because of these prophecies, I can tell you that America is safe at the time. The Russians are not about to attack. But Stan, how do you know that that's true? Well, I know my wife, for one thing. But I can also tell you June 14th of 2008, I'd set up an 18-city speaking tour because we had started the Prophetic Oil Company. I was casting the vision to go find oil in Israel. After I spoke that night, I prayed for and went to bed, and I said, Lord, I, <laughs> I hope you're you know, pleased what we're doing because it's not going so good. We're spending $3,500 per city, and there are not many people showing up, not many people getting saved. And that night, he spoke to me, spoke to me audibly, and he said, quote, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel, unquote. Now, anytime I say that, I have to give a disclaimer, and that is, cannot guarantee we're ever going to drill for or hit oil in Israel. Well, I seldom talk about the rest of it, but the rest of that night he talked to me, and he showed me visions of Leslie standing up, holding up newspapers, I don't know what the name of the newspapers were. I just saw the headline, and it was headline after headline after headline after headline. She was, he actually showed me holding these newspaper headlines up as they were being fulfilled. I'm praying that God will give America 40 more years. I'm asking you to pray that way also. I'm asking you to pray that somehow God gives DJT four more years so that he can get, straighten America out. But if not, if you just look at what the headlines are, just look at what it's saying, it looks like America's in serious, serious trouble. The Watchman Package. Get two two-foot-by-three-foot color-updated charts, my handwritten book of the Book of Revelation, five DVDs where I taught the school of the Watchman, and five secret-door books to understand Bible prophecy valued at $355, all for a gift of just $200 at prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much, he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com. 
click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.